Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Give it a try today. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me, at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com, where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account, at Mr. Rogers Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. When she was born, doctors said Grace Anna Rogers would likely be deaf and that her crushing scoliosis could impair her lung function. She was born with a rare form of dwarfism, Conradi Hunerman syndrome, which causes spinal curvature, cataracts, poor hearing, and sparse hair. Despite their dire predictions about her ability to hear, Grace has been singing since she was 16 months old. In 2013, she became a YouTube sensation for her rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner. The video has been seen by millions of people around the world. Well, now at nine years old, Grace Anna hopes people will see her beyond her physical differences and also see her feisty personality her love for singing, and her contagious happiness for life. Before she could speak, she was singing Amazing Grace and hasn't stopped. Despite the countless hospital stays and risky surgeries, even coming close to death, Grace Anna is an example of the power of the human spirit, and she reminds us to be grateful for each day. Today on Voices in My Head, my special guests are Grace Anna Rogers and her mother, Angela Ray Rogers. Grace Anna and Angela Ray, welcome to Voices in My Head. Hello. <laughs> Voices in my head. <laughs> well, Grace Anna, I am so glad that you are one of the voices in my head this week, and I'm so glad to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. You know Thank what? You. I was just saying to my wife, I think yesterday, I said, I think Grace Anna is going to be the youngest guest I have ever had on my show, and I am so glad about that. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> well, Grace Anna, I am dying to know a little more about you. Why don't you tell us about yourself and some of the things that you like to do? Um, I like to watch um, TV. Um, I usually watch Go Animate. That's my favorite. Oh, wow. Very nice. And uh, I like to play with my friends. 
sing, uh, cook. Um, I like to do a whole bunch of stuff. I like watching movies. I like watching what I just said. And, um, ride your new truck. Ride my new truck. Oh wow, a new truck. Well, you know you right. just. You just said something about cooking, and I'm curious. What's your favorite food to prepare? Well, I, when I'm in a Mexican restaurant, um, I, um, it's every time I get, chi- I get chicken, peppers, and onions. That's all I get. Oh. Um, and uh, and then I just, I get a side of queso, you know, and then I just crush up some chips, um, and uh, and then I just. Put a, put the queso on the <laughs> food, and then I just stir it up, put a little bit of a tortilla in there, uh, to like crush up a tortilla, mm-hmm. um, and uh, then stir it up. Well, my um, goodness, I, it's really good. Well, <laughs> that makes me want to go. You know, we are recording this on a Tuesday, and they say that Tuesday is Taco Tuesday, so that makes me want to go have some Mexican after this for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well very good well thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself and you know why you also mentioned it what about this new truck you got i said trike you know bike with no bike with three wheels oh you said trike i thought you said truck okay my mistake (laughs) very good i i thought you were driving a truck around town i wasn't (laughs) sure what was going on so Well, tri- well, trike makes a little more sense, and I'm glad to know you're writing that trike. That's terrific. Well, Grace Anna, I I have a question for your mom real just, quick. Is, is it okay like, if? Is uh, it a? Oh, sorry. What? Just like um, you got part of my story wrong because you said that I would be deaf, which I would be blind instead of deaf. Okay, well, I'm sorry about that. The information I had read was wrong, but thank you for correcting me. I really appreciate that. That's very. You're helpful. welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. I can see. I can see now. Well, that's wonderful. I can see now. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to hear that. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, let let me ask if you don't mind. I wanted to ask your your mommy a question real quick. Is that okay? Yes, that's okay. Okay, great. Thank you. Well, Angela, you are the author of of two books about Grace Anna and her journey, and one is a biography called Grace Anna Sings, A Story of Hope Through a Little Girl with a Big Voice, and the other is a children's book called Who Do You See When You Look at Me? Um, So the question I have for you, Angela, who do you see when you look at Grace Anna? I see a very spirited young lady that is very talented she's very smart and spunky and she's very resilient and um she faces a lot of things that a lot of people you know we don't share everything about grace anna because there's some things you know you just don't share about your family but she goes through she has a lot of pain and she never complains about it Hmm. and um I just think she has inspired me to be a better mom, a better person, and God has given her that little light that draws people in, and he's using her to to show the world that no matter your circumstances, 
life can be joyful if you choose to be that way. And I think that's exactly what she does. She chooses to be happy despite what all she goes through. Well, and she's already added a lot of joy to this conversation today, so I'm, I'm so glad to hear that on your end. It's, it's great to hear uh, what you think of your daughter, even if she wasn't your daughter. She just has some, some wonderful attributes about her, for sure. Something yeah. I'd, I'd love to ask you about, and I'm certain I mispronounced it, but uh, the Conradi Hunerman syndrome that we spoke about earlier. I wonder if you could just maybe let our listeners know just maybe a little bit more about uh, the effects and, and what it it does to a person. And again, I already said something wrong, and, and Grace Anna was great to correct me on that, but could you explain just a little bit more about that for us? Sure. Um, it, it's actually pronounced Conradi Hunerman syndrome, and it, it's a tough one. And the, Doctors don't know a whole lot about it, and we have run into that. But she was born with cataracts on both of her eyes and a skin condition called ichthyosis, which causes um, it caused scales on all over her body. She was born with scales covering her body like a fish, except for her face and her bottom. Hmm. And those eventually fell off, and it left. I think it's beautiful, but she has like a spiral pattern that goes on her belly and upper arms. And it's very characteristic of the type of dwarfism. Hmm. But uh, Conradi also causes her body to grow asymmetrically. One side grows faster than the other, which causes it to twist, which, you know, in effect has causes the spine problems and hip problems. And, and Grace wanted me to make sure that I ask everybody to pray for her. She's having a double hip surgery January the 14th in Dallas. Oh, my. Oh. And, uh. And it's not that it's not a result of anything that she's done in therapy or her. She started walking. Mm-hmm. Her her bones are just made completely different than most people's. So it's just a, a continuing process of medical things that she, we've had to address with her. And her bones also have stifling in it, which is like little bitty holes in the ends of them. Mm. So um, she she goes through a lot of tough stuff. And um, she just is the sweetest thing and tough at the same time. She has Mm -hmm. to be tough, too. And we have to find a balance between her being tough and uh, still being a little girl. You know, you wanted to have a fun life Mm -hmm. and have a childhood instead of, you know, it only being about overcoming everything as a child. Sure. I'm sure of that. Well, well, Grace Anna, while, while we're talking about that a little bit, are you still there with us, Grace? I'm still here. Awesome. You know, I, I'm guessing that you must have had and still do have some very good doctors who have taken good care of you over the years. And you. Thank you. And your mommy and daddy, I'm sure, have taken extra good care of you, too, haven't they? Yeah. Well, I bet there have been some scary moments for you, too, though, haven't there? Yeah, there has, um, there has been scary moments, like, um, I wanted to tell you something that you've never knew about me. Okay. My, my sensory disorder. Okay, go ahead. Um, I have this little sensory disorder. It's not really a disorder, but I found it out from my OT. She said that I have it and you know um that's when i get when i um 
like when I get excited, mm-hmm. my arms kind of, my arms shake. Mm. Move around when I get excited. Um, uh, and I, uh, and, uh, it's really, it's like when I see something, like a fake spider or a fake, or a fake, um, mouse, I like jump. That's right. <laughs> she, well, she's know. hyper, she's hyper sensitive to sound, to touch, to taste. For some reason, all the stuff that she's been through, her nervous system, um, she gets kind of overloaded sometimes mm. with, um, with stimuli from the environment. And we've had to learn ways to help her cope with, you know, getting scared when there's a bunch of different sounds at one time. Sure. And, uh, but you want to tell him about the time you went to the doctor and your heart rate went up? You don't want to tell it? No. One of the things that I know you was asking if she ever got scared. Yeah. And one of the stories that uh, is really special to us, and it shows that sometimes when parents don't know what to do, um, God intervenes. Mm-hmm. But we had taken her to her pediatrician and... They had kind of changed how they were doing things, and Grace does not like change like that, especially with her doctors. And uh, they had taken her into a little room to do, and, you know, it wasn't anything major, just to take her blood pressure and heart rate and temperature and stuff. And she became, she said, Mama, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm scared. And I said, well, honey, you know, they're not going to do anything major. And I thought she might have just been trying to get out of going to the doctor for a checkup. And when they took her heart rate, it was over 160. Oh and I thought, she is nervous. She's scared. And w- the nurse and I both started trying to calm her down, and nothing was working. And out of nowhere, do you want to sing it or do you want Mama to sing it? I want to sing it. She started singing this song in the middle of it all. Hmm. Oh, my soul, you are not alone. There's a place we'll fear as to face the God, no. One more day, he will make a way. Let him show you how you can lay this down, cause you're not alone. But she sang the song, the nurse is crying. I'm crying, and her heart rate drops. Wow. And she turns around and looks at me, and she says, Mama, I'm all right now. Wow. But it is just, and a calm and a peace came over the room. Sometimes, as adults, we forget yes. what we're supposed to do in those times, and we try to handle it ourselves. And she taught me that day, you know, Mama, trust, pray, praise. And uh, that's what she did that day. Wow. And it, it was just a, a, an amazing moment of, of many. That's, that's what she does when she gets scared. A lot of times sure. she sings praise. And um, it's a big lesson for anybody when you're going through something. Well, thank you for sharing that with me. And, and Grace Anna, that's actually one of the things I was going to ask. If, if there was anything you did when you were afraid that helps. And apparently singing is one of those things. Yeah, the singing helps, doesn't it? 
Well, Grace Anna, since we're talking about singing for a minute, you know, most of the people who know about you are men. My mama's gonna, my mommy's gonna tell another story about me getting tubes in my ears. Oh, um, okay. Hold on just a sec. Okay. <laughs> These are two very important stories. That's all right. We need, so, to, we need to hear it, so feel free. We can come back to my questions. That's great. So I figure somebody does need to need to hear it or she wouldn't be so insistent. That, let's it. hear it then. My, by all means, please. Uh, she was getting tubes put in at a hospital in her ear. She has some issue with, uh, with her ears sometimes. And usually her dad goes with us wherever we go. And unfortunately, he couldn't get off work that day. And she was getting ready to get her tubes put in. And my son was with me. And she normally does not fight it, you know, the gas that much. And that day she was just really fighting it. And she was kicking us as, sweetie, honey, you know, it's not that big a surgery. You just, you wake up and it'll be over with. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't having it. She was not agreeing with it. And uh, I just, I was at the end of my rope. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to see them force that on her face, that gas mask. And all of a sudden, Again, it was like a peace and a calm come over the room. She completely quit everything she was doing, laid back, and helped them put the mask on her face. Hmm. And it it just kind of startled me. I was like, what just happened? And so, you know, I was a little nervous. Mm -hmm. After after it happened, I thought, you know, I hope hope something's not going to go wrong while she's in there. And when she came out, and woke up, I said, honey, I said, well, you know, what happened? What happened that caused you to just, you know, stop and lay back like that? Do you want to tell him, Grayson? You tell him. You tell him. <laughs> I know she likes me telling the story. She said, uh, she said, mama, she said, God put his hand on my shoulder. And he said, it's going to be all right, Graysanna. Hmm. He said, lay back and take the gas mask. It's going to be okay. And of course, I start crying again, and the nurse starts crying again that's in the room. So it's just those moments. Yeah. She knows what to do. Yeah. She knows what to do. Well, there was more than one nurse. Yeah, there was more than one nurse, yeah. So everybody else was crying when I just said that. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I tried to get my lungs. I tried to get my lungs to get used to oxygen again. Sure, right. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing those stories with us, and I appreciate that special connection that you have with the Lord, Grace Anna. Can Can I ask you a question about your singing? Yes. I would love to know, because so many people love to hear you sing, what kind of a feeling does that give you, to know that people love your voice it makes- so much? When I'm getting scared, it thank it. I think it helps me think. Hmm. I think it's um, God plan to make me sing because uh, I get calm every time I sing. Hmm. Well, what do you think about people that like to hear you sing? Well, I think they are happy. I think they are with joy again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. They, Whenever I'm around, fans are like, oh, my gosh, that's Grace Anna. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that's wonderful. Well, I'm so glad that you're sharing your gift and not just sharing your gift, but you're sharing it for the Lord because that's a very special thing that a lot of people who are gifted in singing don't always do. So you keep singing for the Lord, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it, it's so much fun talking to both of you, and I'm loving where the conversation is going. I would love to know, um, you know, as, as we're – we're talking today and we're thinking about families and the way that your family has sort of had to deal with a lot of things you didn't plan on in the first place. And it sounds like God has taken you through some very difficult and dark times and you found a lot of joy through it as well. But this is the question that I have for you, Grace Anna. I hear that you have a brother. His name is Isaiah. And his name is Isaiah. What's your favorite thing about Isaiah? Um, when he was um when he was six years old, he wanted a brother or sister. Um, um. So uh, when my mommy told him that I w that he wouldn't have a brother or sister until she got a man, that was when yeah. her. <laughs> I you had a man. Yeah, I had to be married. Had to be married, sister. right? <laughs> yeah, and that was when. As I, I, I was not alive. Uh, I was not alive from that, but my mom just told me. Okay. Um. So she, um, her and her husband divorced that day. Um, and uh, then as I wanted a brother or sister that bad. Um. So when, so um, in kindergarten. He was changing the way he um, wanted it. He was praying for man instead of a brother or sister. Um, so when he was in kindergarten, writing a list and all that stuff, um, and then everyone started laughing at my mommy, including the, the principal said, my man, huh? And it was a funny story, you know? Um. And everyone in the school was laughing till they were dying. <laughs> Why have I been dying? And as well, I looked at the newspaper, and at the very end, there was Isaiah's letter um, to Santa. And I was asking for a baseball, a tennis, tennis bracket, a basketball pen um and all that good stuff that he would use for a brother or sister um and the last very lot said are you ready for this i'm ready <laughs> bring my mama a man <laughs> <laughs> well i guess it all worked out then and and prayers were answered huh bubby has a big heart and he wanted, and so he had me. Um, when I first came along, um, when it was after three miscarriages of my mom, um, she uh, had a my my daddy that she married now, which is my daddy, mm -hmm. and Isaiah's stepdad. It's kind of funny because uh, my uh, he's my daddy. But is Isaiah's stepdad? Okay, that's because sure. I never was a 
because I never was a because I never was a daughter of Prince. That would be crazy. Um. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, it would it would be um, it was a it, when I when Isaiah first got to hold me, he, he was doing this. <laughs> he was crying. Yeah. Everyone in the family were crying. Friends were crying. And, and my daddy, you know, she, I mean, he, he tricked her <laughs> of having a <laughs> well, how about that? Well, thanks for thanks for telling me a little bit about Isaiah, and uh, I I love I love hearing more about your family. Thank you for sharing that, and uh, and Angela, you must be very proud of Grace Anna, and uh, and all that that she has done. What what does Isaiah think uh, about all this attention that Grace Anna gets? I think he probably, there's times that uh, he gets tickled because he'll see somebody coming that that knows Grace Anna. And he says, be ready, Mom, here they come. (laughs) But but he, uh, it's like Grace Anna said, he wanted a brother or sister so bad. And when Mm -hmm. she came along, he thought she was uh, the best thing on this earth, probably, I'm guessing. And uh, he's sometimes he's like a third parent with her because he's so good with her. Yeah. They have such a good bond to have 13 years difference between mm-hmm. them. That's, That's terrific. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's a great older brother then for sure. And I'm so glad yeah. to hear about that. Well, Angela, I know that you are an advocate for educational and recreational inclusion for children with physical challenges. Um, I'd love to know what some of your aspirations are for this. I would love to see playgrounds throughout the United States that had equipment where kids with mobility and sensory issues could play right alongside beside kids that have no limits. So one of the most important things for kids is to have time together to enjoy life. Mm -hmm. And one of my biggest memories was, you know, when we were in school was going to the swings and the merry-go-rounds and just being a kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kids with physical disabilities or even um, other forms of disabilities sometimes are limited to what they can enjoy at school or in our communities. And I just think it's vital, you know, in most playgrounds today, it's not that much more to make it accessible for kids with disabilities. Mm -hmm. And uh, we we were very fortunate to work with um, the public school system where we live. And they put in a a playground that is wheelchair accessible to the, I call it the jungle gym area. And there's wheelchair swings and there's swings where kids can get in and they can put a strap around them that can't control their body movements and grace is homeschooled so i thought it was a was a big um gesture of love for kids when they made the made the playground and it's not only used as a school playground it's also used as a community playground so i think when you start start with recreational and you're teaching young kids that people with disability have value mm-hmm. 
and deserve to be included in everyday activities. And I think when you that instill that in young children, when they get adults, they'll want to do the same thing yes. in our communities. So I think that's where we begin changing the, the hearts and minds of kids' perception of people with disabilities mm-hmm. to change the future of it, in my opinion. Well, wonderful. And, and you know, and while we're on the, the subject of, of, you know, kind of educating people about this, I, I would love to know what both you and Grace Anna, what you wish that other children and maybe other adults, what you wish that they knew about you and, and what they knew about people with disabilities that maybe we just don't know or, or, or you know, maybe assume. Um, one of the big things that I think people don't know about Grace Anna is that, you know, she's very popular on, you know, has a lot of followers, but there's days she gets very lonely Hmm. because when you have kids like Grace Anna, they spend a lot of time in and out of hospitals, a lot of times in and out of doctors, and they do not get that time that most kids get to be involved in uh, a lot of activities where it's just about being having fun. And there are nights, and it, it breaks my heart because, mm-hmm. you know, Grace Anna does have some limitations, but there's a lot of kids much worse off than she is that our communities have forgotten about them, mm-hmm. that they sit home a lot while everybody else is out having fun, and they don't have sleepovers, and they don't have... You know, people that come out and say, we love you, we want you involved. It can be very lonely for the children as well as the families mm. that raise them because, you know, they just, it, it does get lonely sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Do, do you feel that way too, Grace Anna, that, that you wish people would, would take more notice of you mm-hmm. and, and times when you're lonely? Do you get lonely sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Do you ever feel like sometimes people don't see you? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a very good feeling, is it? It's not. Yeah. Well, I think we could probably all do a little bit better job, couldn't we? And and try to to make a little extra effort because you're a wonderful person and I think it's 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 a it's a problem for us when we don't take time to get to know people like you, isn't it? Well, no, it's not it's not easy. Yeah, that's what I would say. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your courage and and talking to us about some of these things today and and helping us understand a little bit more. I think mostly we want to know the best ways that we can help and the best ways that we can be helpers for people like you. And it sounds like the school system there has really done some wonderful things. Are there any other things that that you can think of, just to my audience who listens today, that you could think uh, that that might be good advice for them whenever they're encountering people with disabilities or people who are, are a little bit differently abled than we are? Treat me like a person. <laughs> Treat you like a person. Yeah, I think a lot of times, and, and you know, that's one reason we did the children's book, is because a lot of times you see somebody with a disability and you treat them like a disability. 
Hmm. instead of a person. And that's not, you know, they're not defined by, Grace Ann is not defined by her type of dwarfism. Right. A person with, with autism is not defined by autism. They're people. Mm-hmm. And I think when you give them a chance and you get to know them, their heart's desires and their hopes and their dreams, just like everybody else has, that's the first big step is to treat them like they're important, like everybody else. Yes. Yes, that's so important. Thank you for sharing that with us today. Well, Grace Anna, I know that your mommy and your daddy both are very proud of you, but I bet you're very proud of your mommy, too, because she has done a really great work here writing these two books. Isn't that amazing? It's very amazing. I, and I know because I've written a book, and it took a long time, so it's it's a difficult thing. So I, I just want to congratulate you as well, Angela, because I, I think you've done a very good job with these books. And uh, and I know both of you um, are, are very glad to have each other and to be able to share your stories with each other. Uh, but what a wonderful thing that God is, is using. What, what could have been used... Uh, as as a very sad thing in a person's life you guys are turning it into something to praise the lord about yes absolutely well you know just because uh, we're, we're still here together for a minute and i love talking with you grace anna especially and i, I like talking to both of you but boy grace anna you've just captured my heart today for sure <laughs> i want to know who is do you have any favorite singers or actors Oh boy! <laughs> I have Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. All right. What What do you like the most about Justin Bieber? He's um, he's a he's a he's a good singer. Yeah, he's very good. And and I've heard that he has recently uh, come mm-hmm. back to the Lord again too, and he's been doing a lot of good things in his concert, talking about God in his concerts as well. There's ten thousand times his number one song he i is. like it yeah he's he's made a dramatic change yes. in his life and i think that's a that's an awesome testimony well that's terrific so do you think when you grow up great santa do you think you want to be a singer or do you have other plans in mind right now i have wanted to be a chef oh yeah <laughs> Well, I'm still hungry for Mexican food after you had talked about it earlier, so I bet a chef would be a good idea. Uh, well, <laughs> well, um, good to get back. I know she right. said uh, she had told us one day that she wanted to be a chef, a singer, and an actress, and I said, well, maybe someday you can have your own, uh, what's it called, those little shows, that variety show. Right, yeah. <laughs> she can, you know, YouTube and Netflix and all those places, they have things like that, so very good. Well, I have really loved our time together today, and I want to thank you both for taking some time to talk with me today. Why don't you tell our listeners um, where they can find out more about you and Grace Anna online? You can always go to our website. GraceAnnaSings.org Or our Facebook pages, um, Grace Anna Sings, or Instagram, Grace Anna Sings. Well, so look up Grace Anna Sings, and you will find a lot about Grace Anna and her mother. And I am so glad to have both of you here. And every week when I have guests on the show, at the conclusion, I always say thank you for being the voices in my head.
this week. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank you for joining me here this week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.